with the third pick in the 2017 NBA Draft, the Boston Celtics select Jason Tatum. Continuing our breaking news coverage of a potential trade between the Celtics and the Cavs, and Kyrie Irving going to Boston, Isaiah Thomas going to Cleveland, along with some other players, and a draft pick. Boston down by four. Tatum, oh, oh what a play! Welcome to this very special bonus episode of the Titletown Sports Podcast. Are you excited, I'm Melissa? I'm pumped. Yeah, same. We're uh, still your hosts. Yeah, I'm Craig Stanton. I'm Melissa. No last name. <laughs> <laughs> and we are talking C's, talking Celtics. Woo! And here's the here's the special announcement portion of the program. Oh, we Whenever... don't know anything. Oh no. Okay. <laughs> no, 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 no. They're just gonna find that out through oh, okay. listening. Oh, we don't announce that. I get it. I'm with you now. So whenever the Patriots season ends, we're recording this on the heels of their winning in the divisional round and they're on their way to the AFC Championship game. Whenever the Patriots season ends, whether that's this coming week or at the Super Bowl, we're going to switch to cover the Celtics. Those cover seem the, to be the only two options. Cover the winter sports. So whenever that, whenever that concludes, we're, sure. switching, we're yeah. switching to Celtics. Yeah, you can't get rid of us that fast. Yeah. But also, it's only so much time of the week, so we don't want to cover them both <laughs> at the same time. And let's be honest, who's paying attention to basketball yeah, the first half of the like, season? Yeah, we feel like, you know, as it's a like lot of the New England ups. sports fans do, once Pat's season ends, you can, you know. Yeah, then the other sports are there. You're like, hey, they're at the midway point, <laughs> yeah. you know, they, you can jump in. They got started, now we can just jump on the train. Yeah, exactly. So what we're going to do here is we're going to get you caught up on some of our Celtics takes, spanning back a little bit of a ways. Uh, and we're going to get you caught up on uh, the season so far, if you haven't really been paying attention. Starting with probably the biggest trade of the offseason, wouldn't you say, in the NBA? I would. It was definitely the biggest trade. There were some free agents that moved around, but it of was course, definitely the yeah. biggest trade. Isaiah Thomas and a first-round pick, the Brooklyn Jay picks, Crowder, the last Brooklyn pick, and Jay Crowder. That comes into play later, so I want to... Bucket of pucks. Yeah. <laughs> Leftover from the car. Wrong sport. No, no, that's, that was just the, that was the point. That was the point. <laughs> they probably gave away one of those seats that they used to sell from the old car. Yeah, the old Like, garden. oh, we got some of these yes. left, Trent. IT, a Brooklyn pick, Jay Crowder, and an old bench. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> For uh, Kyrie Irving. Yeah. Kyrie, now with Celtics. Those guys are now Cavs. Melissa. Yes. At the time, put yeah. yourself back in the <laughs> mental state that you were I'm in, in whatever month this trade occurred in. Yeah. Uh, how did you feel about it at the time? I th- actually remember feeling good about it at the time. Yeah, why is that? Because I remember thinking like, yeah, Isaiah was good. He played his part, but like, you can't really build a franchise around Isaiah Thomas. Like, he was too small. He didn't have ton of shelf life in him. I didn't think. And I, you know, I was pumped that the Celtics were going out and like making moves and not just saying like, okay, cool, we made it far enough. That's good enough. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's saying like, oh, that was good enough is like a loser mentality. And so for them to go out and say yeah, like, we made it to the Eastern Conference Finals and got thwacked by oh, the Cavs. Just owned. You know, and to say like, there's a better option out there. We're going to pursue it. They didn't get Paul George. And then they made this trade. And I remember thinking like, damn, that's a good trade. And then it was so weird. 
with the like, oh, IT going for his physical and they weren't sure about his hip. And like there was like maybe some non-disclosure contention stuff. Finally, they like inked the deal. Mm -hmm. And for the Celtics and the Cavs to trade, I also remember feeling like, ooh, Celtics and the Cavs are trading? Like that feels like the Yankees and the Red Sox Mm -hmm. making a trade. Um, You don't see, you know, chief rivals really wheeling and dealing that much. The two teams in the Eastern Conference Finals, like all of a sudden are pulling up a blockbuster trade. Yeah, trading their, if you're the Cavs, second best player, and if you're the Celtics, your best best player. player. And you're right, though. Kyrie kind of spearheaded the whole thing by saying, like, I'm good here. Mm-hmm. I'm out. Yeah. And kind of demanding the trade and right. putting the Cavs back on their heels. But they did not have to trade him within the Eastern Conference for sure. Yeah, definitely not. So, yeah. So what did, what did you think about the trade when it all went down? Uh, so while you were talking, I looked up the date. It was August 30th-ish. Oh, good job. Uh, end of August. I don't know when that would actually <laughs> li- went down. Listening intently to my point. Yeah, I don't know what you said. It's fine. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> It didn't. It probably didn't make sense anyway. So uh, I was out to dinner with my girlfriend and one of her friends oh. at the time. Whoa, you have real specifics. And this came. What did you have a calendar invite that well, you came no, across? No, I remember because we were at this bar, and then like all of a sudden on the screen, like I see it's face next to Kyrie's, and I was like, "What?" And it announced the trade, and I was fucking psyched. I was like, distractedly invested in the ESPN breaking news, and I was not. You. Remember what you guest. were doing on August 30th? Okay, first of all, it was like six months ago. It's not, it not that long ago. It's not like I'm talking about like... Listen, I don't even remember what I had for lunch and it's like seven o'clock. Well, I was very excited about the trade. Clearly, I'm impressed. Yeah, well, so my take basically is IT, love you, mean yep. it. Yep, thanks for all your great hell work. hell of a season last season and a pretty good season the, the year before. Hell of a player, hell of an attitude. Like I love just the, his whole... Like he was very willing to be that like king of the fourth like put yeah. it on me like give me the last shot type of thing however it, nba is a superstar driven league and i said this time and time again and i was enjoying the ride last year as a celtics fan but if your best player is five nine you're probably not going that far yeah you know to your point a moment ago it, it's like you know he had a ceiling and, and literally therefore the the celtics did too i mean right. if that, like yeah. if that's your best player you probably aren't you, you probably suck so they traded them, and I think an underplayed part of that too is like they didn't trade IT for Kyrie straight up. Kyrie Irving is an infinitely better player than, oh, than yeah. Isaiah yeah. That Brooklyn pick is a first round pick. Brooklyn sucks. Yeah, that could be. That's that's, that's the biggest chip in yes. that deal. Yeah, I think IT, that's what Cleveland really wanted. I think Isaiah Thomas would love to think that he got traded for Kyrie Irving because that raises oh, his stock yeah. quite a bit. Oh shit! Yeah, not the case. It and like what will probably be a top three pick in this coming year's draft right. for Kyrie was the fair deal. I was instantly on board. I fucking love Kyrie Irving. Ever since that, remember those that commercial, the the Uncle Drew Pepsi commercial? No, holy shit! All right, we're gonna take like ten minutes off there and come back. <laughs> uh, no, it was a stupid Pepsi commercial, but it was like this long little short of it, and they put Kyrie Irving and all this makeup, and they dressed him up like some like old man, and then he went to like a street ball game somewhere in Jersey. And like his like some dude that was like supposedly his nephew like was like Uncle Drew like come play like some guy like you know rolls his ankle or something he's yeah like, oh we need another player Uncle Drew come and he starts and he's all like old and crotchety but then at the end he's just like fucking dunking on people <laughs> oh, really and, like, yeah d oh, him up and killer. stealing and taking half court shots and just like being a baller but it's like 
pro makeup. Like took oh, he spent like five hours in a makeup chair to yeah. look all old. So and these shit. guys are like, who's this old guy list? That video us? came out and like had to have been two thousand like ten or eleven. And oh, like okay. instantly, I was just like, I fucking love this guy. He's great. <laughs> I like when he talks about the flat Earth shit. Yeah, because I he's firmly believe. Dude. No, I think he's just trolling everybody. I would hope so. I like because <laughs> th- what's the alternative? Again. That he actually thinks the Earth is flat yeah, is the answer. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> We're not paying him for his mind here. <laughs> I don't need. He's not Magellan. I don't need he him to get me to the. He's a smart guy, though. He's like a. He's coast. not a meathead. You well, know, that's it's not the grunk. thing. That's the thing. And so I, I've like heard other things with him and other comments, and he like kind of jokes and laughs about things. And there was even an incident, and this is me having wildly inaccurate statistics, of him doing an interview and the the reporter being like are you just like trolling everybody is this like a joke and he was like i don't know man and like <laughs> giggles a little and i was like i think this guy is just like a straight hustler and is like i'm gonna say these bon- this bonker shit and then like people aren't gonna bother me about my personal life oh you think it's like because a like they're talking about all this other crazy stuff that hmm. i talk about and do and like honestly that's not a bad strategy good strategy I, as i st- stand here right now i have no clue whether he's married I have yeah, no I, clue whether he has children. I was just thinking I that. Like, no, I actually don't, no, know, don't know anything know about him. Come to think, no, other than I know he's a flat earther and like does all these he other plays weird things. Yeah. Uncle Drew. Great. Anyway. Well, our IT Kyrie <laughs> takes are on the board. All right. Fast forward about a month oh, or I, so. I would have gone back. Back? Yeah. Because the thing that predated the Kyrie trade. What? Was the big signing of uh, Gordon Hayward. Ah, yeah. You're right. You know what? You're right. What I'm right. Give me a take on that. Well, so I think that was like that is what kind of started it all, right? It's like Mm -hmm. you almost see the makings of a new big three coming together when like they signed Gordon Hayward, and it was very like I don't know, I don't know. The thing with Hayward is played for the fucking Utah Jazz. You know who the hell was watching watching Gordon Hayward play like at eleven o'clock start times on the West Coast? Like I mean, in fan world, you Uh, know what I mean? Like who was watching Utah? That's what I'm saying. Nobody. Yeah, nobody. So when they sign him, and it's like, yeah, you hear I me. Mean, however many times All Star and this and that averages this many points per game. It was hard for me to get like really jacked up for Gordon Hayward just because I hadn't seen yeah. him. Like I've seen Kyrie Irving make like huge shots in huge games uh, against the Celtics and against the Warriors. Like yeah. he's. I mean, I've seen Kyrie Kyrie Irving ball. The most I ever watched Gordon Hayward was when he was a child in Butler and like the NCAA yeah, tournament. Yeah, well, like, big Brad years Stevens ago, being connection. Coached by Brad Stevens. Yeah. But for me, it was like, uh, oh, Danny's not playing this offseason. Mm-hmm. Like, he's going after people. And, like, you know, that's kind of how the big three started, too, right? It was, like, the Ray Allen signing yeah, was, all those years ago. Yeah, right, sure. and so, like, oh, here it comes again. They have a bunch of young kids. That, like, they're bringing in Gordon Hayward. He's been in the league. Seems like a good guy. He's played with Brad Stevens before, obviously. Yeah. Stevens loves him. They're, like, yeah. they're like buddies. Buddies. Anyway, then then we have the Kyrie trade. Yeah, boom, flip IT in the pick for Kyrie. Now we're cooking with gas. And baby. now it's opening night. Yeah, everyone's excited. Oh, for sure, Cavs, uh, Cavs, Celtics opening night in Woo! Cleveland at the Q. Oh my God, how exciting! Oh my goodness, Hayward came down so hard. Okay, Hayward broke his leg. Hayward has broken his leg. Hayward has broken oh. his leg. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. And that is how quickly a season can change. This is unbelievable. Oh my gosh. I I mean, 
Hayward goes up for a rebound or a layup or something. Jake Crowder sort of sticks his ass out Yeah, that's underneath. why that Jake Crowder trade is important. And Sneaky bastard. Snap. And it's all over. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Gordon Hayward came down with one bone less than he had when he went up. Oh, God. <laughs> it was not good. It's yeah, not pretty. That was fucked up. How are you with injuries like that? Yeah. I can see by nobody who's listening can see this, <laughs> but you look very uncomfortable as we sit here today. Yeah. You know what's funny is like if we were here together yeah. and something happened to you and I needed to like respond in the moment. Yeah. I'm not the person that gets like freaked out about blood. Like I can handle it. I could like take care of you, get you to where I need to get you. Well, that's comfortable. You're welcome. Everybody else, you're I'm gonna start acting much on. more uh, erratically yeah. and dangerously get, get while wild. we record the show. Just plate glass no, behind I, us. I know I'm in good hands. Put your hand through it. I'm ready. I got. I turn to kick you up. Call nine one one. I got it. Great. I'm not gonna freak out. I'm not gonna pass out. Okay. What about if you're watching on television? I don't like it. Okay. <laughs> Less brave. Yeah. For some reason, I think it's like the adrenaline of the situation. Yeah. But you know, like some people, they get blood drawn and stuff, and they immediately pass out. Right. Not right. me. I'm yeah. good. That that kind of stuff, or like the Joe Theismann, or the hockey player that gets his throat slashed. I can't even talk about that because it really freaks me out. Oh, okay. I have a very hard time mentally watching someone else get injured like that. Hmm. I don't know why. Because you're a human being and are like capable of empathy, I think would be the answer. There are people that would disagree with that, <laughs> but apparently. So my thing is, I can do blood and guts like all day like horrific as the goalie getting his throat cut was Mm -mm. didn't bother me on that like level of like you know you know the feeling i don't need to describe i I know i know it you all know it you're all picturing all of those things happening right now and cringing as you're listening i'm fine with you know what gets me structural injuries (laughs) and unnatural body positions oh yeah so thysman no gracias yep, no thank you uh that paul ends- george in the olympics okay that's when the one i couldn't leg, think of the kid from i think it was I don't kansas want, no it was a red jersey louisville oh yeah uh, the kid from louisville in the tournament was- a few years back yeah Hayward breaks his leg no. and dislocates his ankle at the same time oh like, my god Everything. unnatural body position no. and like structural like bone shit no my gusta i'm fucking <laughs> out of there i had to i was listening to that game on the radio and i Watch i was like it. forced myself to rewatch the clip just because i needed to see it and i was like i remember being at work thank god for that sleeve the, the green compression sleeve. oh yeah it held if a lot of it together that, we would have all been damaged we would have seen a lot of bone oh yeah i remember being at work and it being like on yeah my boss is listening it's fine we were i was on a break yeah and uh being like, whoa, what just happened to that guy's right. leg? I can't watch that. It's funny, too, because, yeah, super, super exciting offseason. Yeah, you're and, you pumped. Know, that was also within the first five or so minutes oh, of the yeah. first quarter yeah. of the game. Nothing like, had happened yet. I would imagine down. many uh, Celtics Fairweather bandwagon fans jumped on that game because it's Celtics-Cavs. It was a huge offseason. It was oh, the debut yeah. of Kyrie, debut of Gordon Hayward. And, like, just I'm just talking about, you know, the reach of that injury was so much greater than it would have yeah, been yeah. had it happened at any old time. Right. You know, the Paul George injury was super horrific, but that was on some like Olympic qualifier game that like nobody was watching. Yeah. Like it was like no a one Celtics was watching that Hornets shit. preseason. Exactly. Exactly. So like the reach of that injury was like so huge yeah, and nationally. so like inflated. <laughs> yeah. yeah national. Oh man. Oh snap. So that was fucked up. Ugh. Yeah. Celtics go on to lose that game. Naturally. Uh, and the game after. They competed, though. I mean, they didn't, like, tuck it. You sure. know what I'm saying? But I, I mean, I was out, so I imagine they were out, too. I was horrified. So, yeah, they lose the next two. 
and go on to win 16 straight. Yeah, they which go on was a big killer deal. run. They started just they started crushing people. Yeah, getting it together, figuring Celtics, it out. We also to circle back to something uh, we should have said earlier. Celtics, as we speak, are on like this weird like mid season like unofficial bye week because they played this game in London against the Sixers, yeah, on the which 11th. they won a few days ago. But they had a really condensed first half of the schedule, more so than any other team yeah. in the league, because the NBA gave them like. 11 days off, did you see? 10. 10 so days off to Jan- get to London and back to play one game, which <laughs> yeah, is just so weird. Six-hour flight. It's like you don't get 11 days to do a West Coast swing. Yeah, the NFL does that in a week. So weird. Um, yeah, so they played January 6th. Then they played in London January 11th. Yeah. And their next game is January 16th. Yeah, so so the Celtics have had sort of this unique thing in the first half of the season where they have this unusually dense schedule. Yeah. They've played as much... well. As we move forward in time and the Celtics are on their weird little bye, the other teams are starting to catch up with yeah. their games But in even, hand, but like, so they're number one seed mm-hmm. right now in the Eastern Conference, and, like, the Raptors are in second place and have played 41 games, I think we did the math. Yeah, they got three games in hand right now. When the, when the Celtics, like, got on the plane to go to London, yeah. they probably had, like, five. Yeah. So Celtics go on a 16-game ripoff, 16 straight, which was great. Everybody was riding high on that. It eventually comes to an end. Included in that win streak was beating Golden State. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. That was a great NBA game. NBA champion, Golden State Warriors. That was very helpful to all of you. That was a great game. <laughs> that was great. You should go, go back and watch it. Defense. <laughs> Defense. Uh, and throughout the season, we've sort of seen the emergence of r- the newly drafted rookie Jason Tatum. So, yeah, Jason Tatum, Jalen Brown. Yeah. Just young kids who are just like crushing it. We would have thought that like the biggest names and the biggest players and the, making the biggest contributions on the floor would have been Hayward Irving. And one of the sort of unintended byproducts of Gordon Hayward going down is that Jason Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown are seeing a lot more playing time and look like you know number one picks. They they look like they're gonna sort of come through. Yeah, on pan the promise out. That yeah, Danny's look like looking like had. a friggin' genius. Yeah, and, and Danny was like got a little lambasted right before the draft about like who he took because everyone was like what the hell are you taking this guy for because well, he traded crap. the pick the right. Celtics had the number one yeah, pick in the first time in the three. history of the franchise yeah, they and traded they traded it to Philly for the third round pick and a future pick I think yeah it wasn't for a player no um so they flipped with Philly everyone's kind of looking at him like what the why fuck? Philly then uh drafts the consensus number one Markel Fultz who doesn't look very good at least right now yeah. I mean, he's a kid so who the fuck knows I but, know but, um, but Danny Ainge is looking like a goddamn basketball yeah, genius. Yeah, this was like boss offseason for Danny. It's Bill Belichickian. I would say even more so. Like he's he the thing the thing is is that like the NBA like you're either one of the top, you know, 3 or 4 teams or you're like in this huge pile of meaninglessness that is the rest of the league. Yeah, there's you far know? less parity in that league than yeah. in others. And if you're not in that upper echelon, you just might as well fucking tank. Like, I don't know. They, they don't have good even talent distribution or, or in terms of plot. If you only looked at the regular season, right. they would. But in terms of plausibility of winning a championship, right. it comes down to the superstars and who's taking that last shot. Yeah. It's a superstar driven league, the way it's officiated, the way the game is played, all that stuff. So if you don't have one of those players, you're pretty much porked. So like Belichick doesn't have to approach his off seasons. Like, how am I going to take, you know, all these all these fives and tens right. and trade them for a hundred. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I was thinking dollar bills there. Oh, yeah, I got it. I got <laughs> so it. ones would have gone the other way. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think that Gordon Hayward going out so early in the season, 
mm-hmm. was almost, I mean, if he was going to go out, was almost more advantageous than him going out, say, 50 games into the season. I don't know. You build different rhythms. Like, yeah, in the off season they practiced, obviously, with Gordon Hayward, and like that was how they set up their scheme, so right. they had to readjust. But being able to readjust on game two is way different than like, oh, this is how we've been playing for six months, and now we have to readjust heading, you know, getting closer to the playoffs. Yeah, I think I think it depends on if you're looking at it at, in terms of this season or like big picture. Because I think this season yeah, yeah. it probably hurts them because they had to sort of reconfigure their scheme on the fly and like they built their team around a certain scheme and a certain mm-hmm. set of players and they're not able to do that. what they intended to do. Yeah, but I think they've had enough time to work that out. Yeah, at this point, for sure. But I still think if you ask Danny Andrew Brad Stevens like what the best version <laughs> uh, of yeah, them were... Sure, would you rather have Gordon Hayward? It would yes. include Hayward. Yeah. But it, I think bigger picture for the Celtics, it, uh, you know, allowing for players like Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum to sort of emerge and, and look as good as they look, like that's just more... That's just more assets, more value for yeah. your team and your franchise and your talent overall. Yeah, and you know what you have now. Yeah. So you know going into next season, like, if you have a need, what it is. And where you can plug these guys in, because yeah. now they've had the playing time to sort right. of develop a little bit more. How can you use them? What are their skills? What, yeah. you, you're not just going off practice or guessing or, like, you know, maybe some garbage minutes off the bench. Like, they're playing. Like, they're out there. They're part of the main core group of players that are making or breaking this season. Yeah. And right now, as we head towards like the midway point, they're they're making it. They're having a great season. I think better than people predicted. Oh, for sure. Even with Gordon Hayward. Yeah, yeah. Or at least as good. Yeah. I yeah. mean, I think they have um, all those things I said about being such a star-driven league. Another wonderful thing about the NBA is that your whole team can transform overnight with two or three players. You yeah. go from the bottom of the league to you know right in contention. And I mean, the Celtics were. They might end up in the same place as they did last season, which yeah. is losing in the Eastern Conference Finals. But like this feels like a team that's so much. I mean, they lost in five games to Cleveland last year. It was decisive victory for the Cavs. You know, the Celtics got that one game in Cleveland, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Um, in Cleveland. Yeah. On the road. And but other than that, I mean, it was really sort of superficial. Like if they <laughs> and it seems like they will meet again in the conference finals this year, like it'll be a series. The Celtics have a decent chance of winning. And like it's a it's a different team overnight. Certainly, the buzz around the team is much much different. Oh well, and Kyrie and LeBron going against each other so in the sick. Eastern Conference Finals. So yep, sick. sign me up for that. Take it seven because I want to watch that. Yeah, every night. And the Cavs, it was weird. So the Cavs started out the season slow, which is sort of yeah. like their mo. MO. Like it's not well, they play more for games, them. right? Like how many times have they been? In the NBA Finals, they're the they're you the Patriots of the of basketball. They go yeah. to, they them go the, all the way to the end of the, the season. Warriors, right. Yeah. Anyways, so that's a great little feud. Another great feud is Isaiah Thomas v the world. Certainly the Celtics and Danny Ainge for trading him in the first place. Yeah, he's been basically on this campaign to like let it be known that he feels like he was wronged. I get, I don't know why he wasn't traded to like. A terrible team. He should be pumped. Yeah, he wasn't sent to like exile yeah. in some way. Like you were traded to the Cavaliers. You are playing with LeBron, who's you know arguably one of the greatest players of all time. Certainly the best player in the league right in now, our generation. In every yeah. year. So like, I, I would calm down. Yeah, you upgraded. It relax. Yeah, yeah, and he made this whole big thing about it's you know the Celtics have this new tradition that on like your first visit back you get a video like a nice oh, tribute and he made this whole big thing about like well my first game back I won't be playing so he was out with his hip injury he played a game with the Cavaliers and then was 
taking the night off that they were playing the Celtics. Which I think was lame. Well, so the next time the Cavs are here, it's Paul Pierce night. Like, they're retiring his jersey. They're having a big ceremony. Uh Like, listen, bro, you're, you're not Paul Pierce. You didn't get stabbed in a nightclub. You don't get a night all to yourself. You also haven't won a championship. No, you can't have your video on Paul Pierce night. That would annoy me. Dummy. That would annoy me if he was on the team still. You know what yeah. I mean? Oh, yeah. Like if a player on the team was getting some sort of tribute yeah. and they were like publicly trying to dictate when, when. that happened. Because it was a couple of things. It was he wasn't playing, and it was also like he was like, "Oh, my family won't be there," or something like that. Which okay, is like, dude, well, bring this em. is the uh, the Celtics like doing you a solid because you were like a beloved player. Yeah, and you're slowly whittling away. He's at that literally reputation. just killing his own. Like I respect the chip on your shoulder thing as a five nine professional basketball player. You sort of have to have a chip on your shoulder. So like, of course, do your thing, it. But like, man, it was Get you were so likable. And you left and like you got traded. So like the fans aren't going to like. Yeah, everyone was on know, your it's side. It's not going to be like Ray Allen. On right? your Who's side. like signed with Miami on his own volition. Like you got traded to the Cavs and no one's going to fault you for right. playing for the, 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 you know, our chief rival in the East. And he's just been like, yeah, whittling away at his own like good reputation in Boston. And like it's like a self-fulfilling prophecy of like we sort of have a reputation of like kicking fucking dirt on people as soon as they leave town. But like yeah. he's making this one real easy. Yeah, he's basically dropped the dirt mound off yeah, for he's us. Yeah, like himself. shovel it in. Seriously. <laughs> yeah, the whole video thing was a fiasco. And what they did do during the game that he was here for, the Cavs mm-hmm. game, they like threw him on the screen. The crowd was like all about it, cheering, whatever. He like waved. It was like a good, like perfectly yeah, good, fine. nice, organic, like not contrived moment. Like it didn't need to stop be like, making videos. It didn't need to be this big like game presentation moment. Yeah, like everybody like, stop and look at the jumbotron. Like, watch this clip. Like no to the wave. Celtics. Like don't make videos. Stop it. Uh, so yeah, it's been pissing everybody off. That's like the that's like the end <laughs> of the story there. TLDR, it's a dick now. And he's just real, just real sensitive. He's like told the story of how he got traded I, I feel like i've heard it in different interviews and different videos like a handful of times much more times than that story needs to be told about yeah, how don't care. T- danny texted him and said to call and he broke the news and he was so shocked and then da, 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 da. yeah whatever just play basketball man Get over just play it. basketball and since that time uh it has returned to the Cavs and really hasn't looked great yeah i mean he is coming off a hip injury like it's gonna take him a little while to get into form and like learn a new team and become a part of their system. See, I just think that like making it the like feature player was something that he obviously was very successful in doing, but like, I just wonder how he's going to be able to go back. Like he obviously has like a sense of like entitlement and like self sort of worth in terms of his basketball value. Yeah. You know, after being like the, the best player on the team for the Celtics and King of the fourth and all the marketing and all the hype and all the stuff. And now he's like, the second best player on the team, certainly behind LeBron. Oh yeah. Um, and has to sort of just like play a role instead of like be the guy. So as he gets more acclimated and comes back from this, this injury, and I'm sure that the Celtics will see the Cavs in the playoffs. That'll be sort of interesting to see. Like, you know, he wants the ball all the time. I mean, most players do. That's not going to be their scheme. But in his case, like you're not deferring to it over LeBron. Right. Right. So I wonder how that dynamic would work. I mean, we saw that ultimately, like, you know, there was other things going on there, too. But Kyrie and LeBron sort of like broke up. Yeah. To to use a phrase. Very passive aggressively, Um, too. And I don't know. We'll see how that works with IT. Can he just like go back to being that like 
soldier. Lovable. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, I'm curious. You know, the you mentioned the Kyrie LeBron stuff, too. And, like, there was so much. LeBron, like, heartbroken over Kyrie leaving for some reason and, like, keeps talking about it. Well, it, LeBron does this thing where he refers to Kyrie Irving, like, like as if it's, like, his son. Right. And, like, he taught him everything to he live knows, with his stepfather. Which and is, like, like, so lame. Like, as if Kyrie Irving was, like, some sort of, like, reclamation story. Like, he was, like, the first, I think he was the first overall pick in the draft. Like, Kyrie Irving was a very good basketball player before he met LeBron James. Right. <laughs> and, and would he- have been had he never met LeBron James. Like, you're not responsible for Kyrie's success. In some cases, Kyrie is responsible for your success, LeBron. He's the one that made, like, the dagger shot against the Warriors a couple years ago in the finals. Like, well, it I don't is, know, man. Isn't it interesting to look at now where the teams are, right? One that has LeBron and one that has Kyrie. Yeah. And, like, the Celtics are overachieving. And certainly some of this is, like, expectations. And the where we stand today right now the cavaliers are third right behind the raptors Mm -hmm. and and so it yeah i mean Kyrie had a would have had a career on his own without lebron for sure the condescending sort of like oh yeah you know yeah i made him and now he left me he's like fuck you i don't care that shit out of here and the third place thing is not insignificant i mean the Cavs are probably going to make it to the eastern conference finals no matter what seed they're in but home court might be the difference in the series against the Celtics that we're all sort of predicting will happen. Right. You know, where is that where is that seventh game being played? Is it at the garden or is it at the fucking queue? Um, I'm curious to see how that ends up shaking out mm-hmm. when, you know, when they when it does matter and you're playing not just one game, you know, in a season, but like if there is a series and it's Cavs versus oh, yeah. Celtics, Odds you want to talk about having a chip on your shoulder. Kyrie's probably like, Stop talking about me, dude. It's like your ex-boyfriend like constantly like tweeting or facebooking about like remember when we went to this park and it's like yeah remember how i went there every day without you too like it's cool that park is next to my house stop you know and like so when you're playing seven games like god i just can't wait to see them like interact yeah that way no, 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 in a yeah. long span of time i wish i could witness the interaction that you just alluded to <laughs> in your life <laughs> Ah, oh, Christ. No, you know. All right, so are you feeling good and caught up on the seas? I feel great. Yeah, it's it's an interesting season. They're 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 definitely a fun team to watch. Uh they're they certainly seem like they're in position to make a good long playoff run. Yeah, they've won the hearts of a lot of fans I For think, sure. around here. They've For gotten sure. people interested in the Celtics again. They've brought people back to the team. Like they're pulling big numbers. They've had a lot of good national nationally televised games, which is you know, Celtics weren't always there you know yes so i think that like things are exciting for the celtics this year and i'm looking forward to the rest of the season yeah same and like we said earlier as soon as the pats are done yeah whichever way that goes we're uh we're all in on c's and b's yeah you'll hear more of us making up facts yeah perfect can't wait (laughs) see ya (laughs) 